0: Good morning, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Mornings with Monette. So how are you? I'm happy you're here. And if you're new to my podcast, welcome. If you've been listening, I hope you've at least listened to the last couple of episodes because you'll know that I'm doing a series on marriage right now. And this could be a standalone episode, but if you can, go back and listen to the previous episodes leading up to this one. They build the foundation for this marriage series I'm doing. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Are you the Christian woman whose marriage is fine, but could be so much better and so much more? Are you the woman that's not married, but wants to be married? And you just want to maybe understand some further truths about marriage or the Christian woman that knows her marriage is in trouble and divorce is possibly on the table. Or maybe your marriage is doing great, and you just know it could even be better. Whatever your circumstance is, I feel God brought you here for a reason. So to be straight up and honest, this series makes me so nervous. I'm a Bible-believing Christian, and I know I'm supposed to do this series, but I'm flawed. I'm a flawed Christian that's made it to 30-plus years of marriage, but that's been by the grace of God. I'm sharing what I'm sharing, not because I'm perfect, but because the one who created me is perfect. And If there's one thing that I know that if anyone distri- has tried to destroy my marriage besides Satan, it's me and my just not understanding what marriage really is and understanding God's purpose for it and God's purpose for me in the marriage. So anyway, I've had to do a lot of self-correcting with God's grace. That being said, I'm going to get into this episode. The first full episode in the series we talked about Christian marriage compared to secular worldview marriage. The Christian marriage is based on God's truth from the Bible that he created us. He created marriage and his biblical truths are unchanging. Where secular worldview marriage is basically a legal contract marriage benefits each person in the marriage, but it continues to evolve as social norms continue to evolve and change. So, it changes. The second episode, we talked about God created the perfect marriage, and that changed when sin entered the world, when Adam and Eve disobeyed God, and he warned them that if they ate from the tree of knowledge, the tree of good and evil, they would experience death. They ate from the forbidden tree. God not only gave them consequences, He not only gave consequences to Adam, He also gave consequences to Eve that we experience these consequences today. So this original sin that happened in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve separated us from God. But God had a plan for redemption and restoring our relationship to Him. Right, and as believers, we believe God sent his son Jesus to be the sacrifice for us. And God tells us in his word in John three sixteen that God gave his one and only Son, and if we believe in Him and that He died for us and accept Him as Lord and our personal Savior, we will not die, but we will have eternal, oh sorry, eternal life with God and spend eternity with Him in heaven. So that was a quick summary. So why is all of that so important? If you agree with what I have shared so far, it means that God, the creator of you and me, the creator of marriage, has given us his Bible and the indwelling Holy Spirit. If we are a believer, a Christian, he gave us the Holy Spirit to understand his divine word. Okay, so stay with me. Doesn't it make sense then that the Bible is the ultimate playbook that gives us his perfect instruction for marriage. I want you to not just listen to what I'm saying. I want you to test me. Pray about this. Do your own deep dive into these ideas I'm sharing. Because why is this so crucial? It is so important to know why you believe what you believe. Okay, I'm going to tell you why. Satan, the serpent that, the serpent that met with Adam and Eve in the garden and told them to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, that if they ate that fruit, they would be as smart as God. Well, they listened to him, they listened to Satan, and we've talked about the consequences of that decision and how sin entered the world. But bottom line, Satan wants to destroy marriages. He is the father of lies, he is still roaming this earth to this day, So do you see where I'm going with this and why your Christian foundation is so important? I believe God created marriage. I believe that within the structure and boundaries of marriage, God transforms us, you and me, to be who he designed us to be. And he transforms our spouse to be who God has designed that person to become. And if this is true, which I believe by faith that it is, that listening to the world and getting instruction, relying on the world's ever-evolving and changing views about marriage, how destructive that is. I mean, can you just see where I'm going here? It's two different things. We are being deceived. So the biggest struggles I've personally experienced in my own marriage is when I have allowed Satan a foothold. And as I've shared what I've shared all of this with you, it's because when I venture off on my own understanding, and I want to be a part of the world, and I want to be accepted by the world, and I get enticed by worldly advice instead of God's biblical truths, that's when my marriage has been most vulnerable. So how about you? Is this resonating with you? The verse that's coming to my mind right now is Romans 12, 2. From the NIV, which that's my favorite version of the Bible. Okay, this verse, Romans twelve two. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Being transformed by the renewing of your mind, which means being spending time in God's word. So I'm going to give you some personal examples or some practical examples right now of what what the world tells us, okay? So here we go. Here's some examples. The world tells us that when you feel like you're no longer in love with your husband, that you can leave him, that there is somebody else out there better, right? The grass is greener on the other side. I mean, how many times do we hear that? Well, if you're not in love with him anymore, just get a divorce. You'll find somebody else. Okay, now I can hear a little pushback in your head right now. What if my husband is listening to the world's advice? Okay, I'm going to make this really clear right now. I'm going to go off on a side note here. I'm not talking to husbands, I'm talking to you. We cannot control what our husbands think or do. I'm talking to you. Because one of my biggest breakthroughs in my own marriage is when I finally realized I am not here to change my husband, who I want him to be, right? That I have this perfect design for him. I'm not God. That's God's job. God calls me for me to, this is what God calls me to do, for me to love God first and surrender and trust him and have a relationship with him and allow him to transform me. And in that, God has called me to love and respect my husband, to leave my original family and cleave to him, to protect my marriage, to forgive and work out our differences. So on my podcast, I'm speaking to you. Not that these principles and these ideas don't apply to your husband. They do as well. I think this is another area where Satan deceives us into believing if our husbands would change that would solve the problems in our marriage. Because I know personally that the growth and changes that have occurred, occurred in my marriage is when God has changed me. So I want you to trust me on this. Here's another trap we can get into from worldly advice. I am woman, hear me roar. We buy into the idea. We as women are oppressed. And we must fight for our rights. This mentality brought into marriage creates competition. That we are somehow the victim and our husbands are the oppressor. This general attitude will eventually destroy your marriage. I mean, don't get me wrong. There is sin in the world and oppressors. I'm not talking about that. Like we talked about, we live in a sinful fallen world. But if you go into marriage wanting to prove your independence... This will not build intimacy in your marriage. This is a lie. This is one of Satan's lies. Like somehow you need to prove your independence and your dominance. This is not the recipe for a very happy marriage. It will cause so much strife. Okay, so that's one, another area that Satan will deceive. Here's another one of Satan's tacti- tactics. The man-haters club that we join and you right now are saying, I'm not a part of a man haters club. Let me ask you a question. Do you ever sit with a group of women and someone shares a story about her husband and his faults and then someone else shares her story about her husband's faults, and you join in because it's fun in the moment. Everyone is laughing and having a great old time at the expense of your husband's. The reason I can explain this so well is because being married 30 plus years, I know this scenario all too well. It's very enticing. It feels harmless and innocent, but it's an ugly trap. And then after you have those conversations with your women-hating friends, I know they don't aren't literally, or, I mean, sorry, man-hating friends, they aren't literally, but they're enticed because it's fun or it can be fun. But then you go home to your spouse and you're supposed to love and respect him really? This is so divisive in marriage, and yet it's easy to join in. So those are just a few practical examples that you can relate to, I believe. Um, And there's so many more. Satan wants to destroy your marriage. And as Christians, we know that the battles we fight are not flesh and blood. It is a spiritual warfare. Like the verse in Ephesians 6.12 says out of the NIV, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So what does that mean? We are in a spiritual battle. Satan roams this earth. And I know I've shared a lot with you today, and these are just some action steps I want you to consider taking right now. I want you to get out that journal. Write down those scriptures I've just shared with you. Go back and re-listen to this episode. And if you don't agree with any of those that I've used, write that down too. Do your research. Pray and be discerning. I am trying to simplify and make this palatable. Christian marriage versus worldview marriages. They're very, very different. And so... do you believe what I'm talking about? So in your journal, I want you to answer another question. I want you to be really honest with yourself. Do you read the Bible? Why or why not? Most people don't. Most Christians don't. I'm trying to make the case that this is one of the most important decisions that you can personally make besides accepting Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Reading the Bible is essential studying god's word especially about marriage will be the one thing that will save your marriage and we're going to start talking about taking baby steps putting reading the bible in your future in another future episode about practical steps how to start doing this but i want you to ponder that idea do i read the bible why or why not and hear me out i'm not talking about religion here I'm talking about reading and understanding the Bible so that you know what you believe and what you stand on, what your Christian values are, why you want to fight for this marriage, this gift of marriage that God has given you, and why you're married to the exact person you're supposed to be married to. Why? Because you're married to them. Okay, I'm going to start winding this one down. If you're having a friend that's struggling with their marriage or wants to have a better marriage, share my episodes with them. I want you to go in and follow my podcast so you don't miss an episode. They come out each and every Wednesday and they're about 15 minutes long and they're all different. And I want you to continue on this journey with me of this marriage series I'm doing. Okay, I'm going to leave you like I always leave you. Have you tried this yet? Monette. Can't wait to see you in next week's episode where we're going to continue to delve deeper on the series of marriage. Can't wait to see you in next week's episode of Mornings with Monette.